Norwegian just after Second World War was still quite yeah, poor. Yeah, and absolutely. Were yeah. the peasants, and suddenly you guys <laughs> dug oil and. Absolutely, yeah. My my grandfather was like a whale catcher on a boat, you know. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, my other grandfather, With they were farmers. Or... Yeah, yeah. No, true. It's With true. A, like a spear gun, and he shot his arm off. His right arm was just ripped off in the spear on the front of the boat. Yeah, look at your face. I hope we're filming this way. Yeah, so he had just one arm the last part of his life. Okay. And then he decided to become a painter. Hello, welcome to Comedy with an Accent podcast. I'm your Taiwanese comedian Quan Wen. I interview comedians who perform English stand-up comedy, but who are not native English speakers, or they can have a very distinct British regional accent. This podcast is all about comedy, about accent, about languages, and about the comedy technique. So stay tuned if you're interested. Hello, good morning. Well, doesn't really matter because you might be hearing this in the evening. But welcome back to the Comedy with Maxim podcast. I'm going to be super disciplined today because we're going to do a short recording. Today's guest is our first repeating nationality, so you're a second Norwegian. I saw <laughs> that you had the other fifty percent of the Norwegian <laughs> comedians in London. Here. I know it's a small country, right? But aye, um, aye, aye. this guy is so special. Da I don't know. Damn, I'm Thor not... Stenhaug. <laughs> You're looking out, you know, it's Thor. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Did you not say Thor? Thor Okay, okay, let me introduce you in a conventional and tacky way. This guy has been the winner of 2012 New Acts of the Year. Uh, 2022? 22, yes, oh 2022. New I wasn't born in 2012. <laughs> you are surely you. <laughs> oh my God, I already missed one minute in the entire recording. And um, <laughs> with his opener, their show was crowned the best comedy Brighton Friend 2016. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, with that. Okay, without further ado, I'm going to introduce Vigo Van. <laughs> that is a cue for you to speak. Oh, I sorry, I don't know the My intonation. Your yeah, body language. <laughs> you have such a strong accent. I uh, don't understand anything. Okay, Vigo. Yeah, here um, I am. I'm Vigo. I'm yeah, the second Norwegian comic after Thor Stenhaug. <laughs> I know you have this urge to perform and to please. I'm, I'm just tired and uh, it's early morning. But Juliet and I are not your audience today, so you have to. Declown yourself. It's you. It's you. It's you there listening. I'm <laughs> here performing for you. Your, your urge to perform. We are doing a recording. <sighs> I mean, we do need to be funny because otherwise, there's some episode. Ooh, they're so dry. And um, on video, I have a giant bandage because I have a super enormous spot. It's like a Mount Vesuvius is gonna erupt. But I try to <laughs> pop it. Okay. No, wow. Nothing comes is, out. Oh, it's raining out. Oh. Oh. Oh my God. It's raining. Oh, it's all oh over your this shirt. This is gonna be a challenging <laughs> recording because my guest just couldn't stop performing. Comedy. Right, Vigo, how are ya? Good, uh, good to see you, Kwan Good to see you, but your name is not pronounced Vigo in Norwegian, is that right? Because if Thor is pronounced Turt, I wouldn't <laughs> imagine Vigo to be. Goddamn, stop mentioning Thor! <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> Vigo, how do I pronounce your name in Norwegian? Yeah, I can't pronounce it correctly, actually, because I uh, I toured with this guy, Zach. No, we did Zach and Vigo, and he told me, you're saying your own name wrong, because my name is Vigo Ven, but yeah. I say Vigo Wen. No? Is that a Norwegian? Like, uh, your your name, Quan Wen, is yeah. with a W, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. Quan Wen, and yeah. that's how I say my name, Vigo Wen. But in Norwegian, is that how... No, no, Vigo Wen. I just don't know the difference between W and V. We are basically called the same when I say it. 
No, we are we not. We go when? Quan when? <laughs> this is we such might a be challenging episode. I'm going mental. It's a clown in the studio. Oh my God. Right. To the podcast out there, be careful when you try to <laughs> invite a clown <laughs> to your recording because they're going to stop it. Now you can't. No, no. All right. All right. <clears throat> We are brothers. Do you not remember one Quan thing? Wen and we go Wen. You move because we did a sound test when you were at your original position. So now that you move, Julia has to come back and check the sound still. <laughs> oh my! Julian, a big thumbs up from Julia. All right. In standard Norwegian, how do you pronounce the V? V. V. But I pronounce it W. Yes, because I am. A, I'm. Um, uh, how do you say uh, when you are a bit um, uh, Norwegian? Bit, uh, you know. This is not a character. I'm talking to the real. I person. am. Yeah, this is me, man. No, we no. are brothers. I'm no, telling no, you, Quan no. Wen, I we go Wen. To be the exact person <laughs> I was talking to in a lift coming up to the studio. <laughs> I was hilarious in the lift. You were not hilarious. You were plain. Okay, <laughs> do not. You were bland. I'm just joking. Do not try to make me laugh. I try to ask you something. Please, I'm begging you. Ah, this clown. Do not be that true. English is not so good. Uh, I feel like every Norwegian has this proper English or American accent, but uh, me, I just. Well, no, Thor didn't. <laughs> just, I didn't. <laughs> stop mentioning Thor Stenhaug, the great Norwegian How comic. Okay, let me rephrase the question. Honestly, Thor has a beautiful British accent, in my opinion. No? Horrible. I saw you slowly <laughs> shaking your head there, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, how is Nevigo supposed to be pronounced in Norwegian? Vigo. Vigo. Yep. And you used to pronounce your own name as Wigo. Yeah, but uh, I like Wigo, though. I just call myself Wigo here so I can say, yeah, like, we go to the bar, you know? Oh. So that they get it. Okay, so you <laughs> are from the industrial suburbia. Yeah, and you might be from there as well because we might be brothers because you're Quan Wen and my name is Vigo Wen, no? So... You know that Joe has lost his any sort of potency about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> the joke is not working. I... Have you seen what you jokes I do on stage? You have to treating it as a flop. Is that okay? You I... have to. <laughs> I do the same I'm joke. Pointing. I'm going to do it the rest of the recording later. I am leaving to go with see this a joke. therapist after this recording. This is just too much at all. <laughs> it's great that you're still listening to this, by the way. Sorry. It's okay. It will be edited. I don't know how I'm going to no, edit it. No, you're might, not allowed to edit just, it. I might just burn the episode. And I'm okay. Vigo. Vigo. I'm going to still call you Vigo. Sorry for that. The question is, do you think you have an accent when you speak English? On stage or off stage? On stage, I have a big idiot accent. Yes. And off stage, uh, same. Not quite. Yeah, maybe a bit more on stage, yeah. You really, really exaggerate your Norwegian accent. Yeah, I just sound. feel it gives me such a idiot quality. And I love it. I perform in Norwegian as well, in Norway, but uh, I love it here. Oh, can you describe the difference? So, you're happy to portray yourself as an exotic alien performer here. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. But back in Norway, do you assume a particular you, region? You say that. You are... <laughs> doing the same no i am yeah. and that's why i feel i have the legitimacy to interview other foreign comedian mm. about this before someone else snatched the idea from this podcast but back in norway you can't just be norwegian if you want to be specific you can but if you want to be particular do you assume a particular regional or like a, an accent associated with certain social class in a way mm, 
No, I'm just... Uh, you had Radu Isaac on this podcast, no? Yes. He has a joke like that, that I love this joke. He said, uh, I came to London, became Romanian. Have you heard this joke? That's actually from Victor Petroski. Oh, that's Victor Petroski. Oh, yes. I hear oh about two God. famous Romanian oh, comedians la, la. in London. It's Victor <laughs> Pascran. Sorry. Still great though, Victor's joke. When he was in Romania, he was just a guy. And then he came to London and became a Romanian. Yes. You know what? This joke and was that... also heavily featured in Thor's episode, but I had to cut it out. Ah, okay. We'll but cut now this I found this is now my shtick. I just keep mentioning Thor's thing just to piss you off. <laughs> Do not <laughs> mention Thor. Okay, so back to the question. When you perform in Norway, yeah. do you assume a particular accent for comedic effect? No, no, no. So it's exactly like that. In Norway, I'm just a normal guy. But here I have this stupid... Uh, people believe that I'm stupid a bit more than I am, which but is so great. You not, so you're just a fool. You're just like a fool on stage in Norway. Yeah, but less so there than here. But here... Okay, so this is where it gets funny because I don't know much about clowning. You know now, though. I don't. So my around. first question before I go further is, is it insulting if I describe you as a clown? You are an entertainer, a great comedian with a really solid clowning training. So I wouldn't necessarily go clown specifically, but... It's not offensive to call oh, you. No, 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 no. You can call me clown all day. So Vigo was trained with the famous Ecole Filicolier. Oh, wow. wow. So, uh... so your accent is very good. <laughs> oh, it's your just accent so... specific. I'm so exhausted. Anyway, so you're a fool, a typical sort of default position of a clown or a fool on stage. Why do you want to highlight to the British audience, the fact that you're a Norwegian clown rather than just a generic clown. Right, yeah. I think uh, you probably have this as well, but your words are a bit limited and your accent is between you and and your idea that you have in your head. You're faster in, what do you speak, Mandarin? Mandarin, yes, yes, yes. yes, So you're much faster there. And also British people perceive you to be a bit dumber than you are, at least in my opinion. (laughs) And I am because I have like 500 words and not 5,000. So. So mm-hmm. I find it so nice to be a foreign idiot from somewhere else, you know. But uh, sometimes people ask me after, oh, are you doing a Norwegian character? I was like, wait, what? This character? I'm stuck with this character. It's me. Yeah. And I am limited in English, you know. I am a bit stupider in English because I have not so many words. Really? <laughs> it doesn't sound like it, though. Oh, I nice. guess for the young people these days, they're very used to foreigners having an accent. But I don't think people necessarily equate having an accent to a more limited vocabulary. Mm. It could actually be that the foreigners speak English with better grammar or a richer vocabulary for university graduate level. Yeah, gotcha. So, but I don't think they necessarily equate that. What you're saying... Not in is, my case, though. Not in your case. <laughs> so this is, was a decision you made to lower the audience expectation or easier for you to manage? Right? I just think that it's more easy to play a bit stupid and naive Yeah. Here because they already think I'm a bit stupid and naive, no? Yeah, but then... Because I'm some foreign guy who just arrived here, you know? Yeah, but in your mind, when you make that decision, do you think that this sort of idiotic behavior, you contribute that to you personally as a person or to the wider Norwegian stereotype? There's a difference uh, there. Yeah, no, to me, yeah. Because your intention may be very different from the actual result and every single member of audience can perceive your act in a different way. Yeah. So some may think that, oh, this comedian's really funny. And some may say that, oh, Norwegians are funny. Like, right. can come to their own conclusion. But, but you know, you... this Thor Stenhaug, <laughs> he is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. <laughs> 
yeah, I hope it's both. No, I hope I can uh, bring uh, g- golden glory back to the Norwegians because we are famous for being very boring. It? So are when they you? See no. me, oh yes, man. Okay. No? Do, wait, wait. What do you think of Finnish, Sweden, Denmark, and Norway? They are blonde uh, and huge cocks. <laughs> <laughs> can entertain you in my way. Uh, it's not always physical comedy, it's misdirection. The reason I asked this, the very first Norwegian comic I noticed on the UK circuit, who has now kind of disappeared because he's doing big thing in America, Daniel Simonson, mm. right? And he played out- Daniel. Yeah, he played out the, oh, Norwegians are boring, we're all silly image. Mm. No, but it's true. Yeah. Have you done a show in Norway? No. Because I do the same stuff, some of it, in both places, and people laugh less, or they laugh more, but it takes a little bit longer for them to open up, which I think is just part See, of the culture. I did something really nice. I almost want to insult you by saying, no, I'd never gig in Norway, but I was invited to perform in Sweden once, but I had coffee, I couldn't go. Do Literate. not mention Sweden! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sweden and Denmark, which one do you hate? The Sweden. I hate Sweden. Why? Sweden is the worst country Why? in the world. Not just like a brother, you know? But you got the oil. What do you want? Are you proof that you, <laughs> your life, <laughs> oh, no, we are your, the your bigger life brother. is better without them, right? No, Sweden is so much cooler. Have, you don't have to share the oil with Sweden, where Scotland had to share with England, right? It's a very different thing. <laughs> right. But Sweden is, uh, Swedes are much cooler than Norwegians, and Danish people are even cooler. You know, Danish people are a part of Europe. They are a bit more cultivated. Had... They're full of life. They are... They're fun. Yeah, they are fun. Whereas, uh, we are a bunch of farmers. And then used to be used yeah. to be yeah, and then now we are farmers with oil on their feet no, or something like that just. So you're saying that there's a bit of a Nordic Nouveau Riche thing. Is it in a national psyche though? Is that how they see themselves? As farmers? As they don't have as a long past as Swedish. Sweden has been a rather prosperous society for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. And Norwegian, just after the Second World War, was still quite yeah, poor. Yeah, absolutely. Were yeah. the peasants, and suddenly you guys <laughs> dug oil. and Absolutely, yeah. My my grandfather was like a whale catcher on a boat, you know? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, my older grandfather, With they were farmers. Or... Yeah, yeah. No, true. It's With true. The, like a spear gun, and he shot his arm off. His right arm was just ripped off in the spear on the front of the boat. Yeah, look at your face. I hope we're filming this way. Yeah, so he had just one arm the last part of his life. Okay. And then he decided to become a painter. Such a stupid thing to be with just one wow. arm. Climbing up a ladder, I painting mean, with one arm. Can I just arm? say, wow, it's a really beautiful story. This rapid transformation of society. Yeah. Is it true that Norwegians are self-conscious of that? Uh, As if they have not been... We're not self-conscious, we are, uh, but it's a good thing. And the difference between Norway and Venezuela is that the natural resources belongs to everyone, no? So it's not like uh, oligarchs or anything. Mm. That's why I think that it works, the social... You heard about this stuff, no? That you yeah, have free education panel, and blah, yeah, blah, blah. This is perfect. It's not perfect. <laughs> it's not perfect, but uh, it does give everyone an opportunity, which is good. Yeah, but... When you assume that sort of slightly idiot character, is it part in the national psyche that people are still conscious they have not been generations of well-off, more advanced no, country? No, no, no. And... no, not really. I don't think so. You don't think no, so? No, no. I, uh, I think we are smart. 
Yeah, but you really exaggerate it because you're trying to say, well, it is true because when you perform the same joke, you get less laughter in Norway. So Norwegians are more boring. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but I think it's UK though that inside them there's this ridiculousness, appreciation of the silly, of yes. ridiculousness. Just like Monty Python is from here, no? Tommy Cooper, you know this guy? Yeah. Oh, I'm reading his book. It's part of British comedy. Uh, I agree. I'm gonna highbrow be... and super lowbrow. Yes, and that's I'm good for gonna, me. I'm gonna be honest. I know of, but I've never watched their stuff much. But I know what you're talking about, and I agree. There's appreciation of absolutely crass <laughs> and silliness. At the same time, we're very highbrow exactly. theater-like comedy. That is true. Yeah. You're thinking that in Norway, the more popular genre of comedy is somewhere stuck in the middle. They're semi or predictable, but not quite go to the lens of being quite extreme on either side. Exactly. It's just been comedy here for longer. No, stand-up uh, came in the 80s or something to Norway. And yeah. here it was even musical and vaudeville was a big tradition here. Yeah. Whereas music is more uh, in Norway and Iceland. There's much more musicians, but not so many comedians. Ah, okay. Until now, though, it's happening. Okay. So now it's just me, Thor Sternhag, and uh, Daniel outside of Norway. And then in Norway now it's booming. I thought you really exaggerated the boring and rural or countryside character. I guess I do, yeah. In the way that your accent is so much stronger on stage, you think you just tune it a little bit. It's a massive difference. Is it really? Yeah, because the first time I met you was as Spank. It's not uh, a sex club, by the way. It's a show in Edinburgh we did it last year. And it ran for 20 years, and last year was the last year. Yeah, we terminated it. Yeah. <laughs> to a lucky comic. But we talked briefly backstage. You went on stage later, mm. and I noticed your accent was vastly different on and off stage. Mm. And I verified again at your show at Bill Murray very recently. And once again, your accent was so much stronger on stage. I noticed when I looked a little bit that it drops off a little bit later yeah. in the show because I start and then if they laugh, I'm like, oh, so, so happy, you know? And then when I start talking a bit more, it becomes more like just me. Because you forgot to resume that level of exaggeration or it's just... Yeah, maybe. I, sh I don't want to exaggerate it that much though, but uh, yeah. The links back to my original question, why did you decide to be a Norwegian clown rather than just a clown? Mm. I don't know whether there's a debate in the clowning world whether <laughs> you should have a universal character or it's fine to have a specific character. But you did explain that since you face the actual natural restriction in terms of you can't erase your accent fully. Mm. We can't hide the fact that our vocabulary is not as big a native speaker mm. and we couldn't riff as fast as native speaker who might as well own up the fact that we are foreign and yep. then play around. So turn disadvantage into advantage. That was your thinking. Absolutely. But you did it so much. I don't think you just flop it. You went so much the other way. That they believe it's a character. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was no, so I'll comical. take that note and uh, I will change. Thank you. You for... don't have to. I was curious no, in no, your I I've heard this before. thought process. I heard this before, but uh, clowns, you know, like uh, Philippe say, ah, the clown, he's from nowhere and everywhere. Oh my God. He has a strange accent. I don't know what clowning really is. I look up and, and pardon me for this very stupid source because this is definition on Wikipedia. Per Wikipedia, it says a clown is a person who performs comedy and arts in a state of open-mindedness mm. using physical comedy, typically while wearing distinct makeup or costuming 
and reversing folkway norms. And the reason I'm quoting this is the mentioning of physical comedy. And in my old impression, when I've seen, I did some workshop with some other clowning act, they rarely spoke. Mm. So well, I, I haven't spoken much uh, lately either here. So <laughs> Yes, but you do decide to incorporate you speaking. And when you do speak, you put on that stronger accent, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Has it ever be part of your consideration to be a full, like a mute comedian, not speaking at all? Yeah, I did a mime show in Edinburgh called Vigo the Viking. And uh, I just, uh, oh, yes. it was supposed to be a mime show, but I ended up speaking a lot. How and many shows in did you give up not speaking? <laughs> Three. Okay, that's an effort. Yeah. Uh, basically, the previews. <laughs> yeah. Is it your itchiness, the urge you need to speak up? Or... It's because I did three shows uh, with my directory in Norway, and then I went to Iceland and performed for six people in Iceland. And when you just mimed for 40 minutes, and you <laughs> have like <laughs> two of the people from the venue, and then four Icelandic people sitting there, I was just like, I just had to speak to them, you know? Like, <laughs> do you see what I'm miming here? And then they laughed, and then I kept a little bit of that stuff. Okay. So I'm now doing a stand-up show, Club Comedian, where I'm clowning around a lot. Yeah, that's speaking. one of my questions. Because in Edinburgh, you, when you saw it, I think I started speaking. But in Edinburgh, I had some times when it was like 20, 25 minutes without talking. Hmm. In a stand-up show. So when you first came to Edinburgh French, you had a character called Pepito. Mm, wow, you did your research. I never got to see it. I saw Zach's solo show mm. and you guys weren't performing much. So I really regretted not having seen you. And thank God. Okay, so this is a question. I couldn't find you in the brochure of 2016 though. Did you apply too late? But for example, I can see your entry here. This is the Vigo Van Pepito 2017. You did it again. Yeah. But I couldn't see you in a 16. I think 16, we were in cabaret. We weren't in comedy, something like See, that. See, this is the question, right? Because you are not sure of your genre. Yeah, exactly. We okay. are. And uh, that's the problem of being clown is that you're not really welcome on the stand-up circuit, but not really welcome in the theater either. This is so But you can do both. This is so interesting. I think a lot of comedians who do stand-up would not understand the struggle. Imagine that you try to register a show. For us, it's not even a thought. You just take without thinking you are a comic. As a clown, you can be in potentially children's show, cabaret and variety, and there's a dance and theater, and there's comedy. And theater, yeah. I look it up. So you have these successive different characters. You would have Pepito, you were doing the Vikings, Pepito right? Pepito was just me, though. <laughs> just you. <laughs> Same as now, it's just me. And Club Comedian, because you describe Club Comedian as a cinema comedy show, which involved clowning. So you reverse the structure yeah. and the genre. Yeah. One was the primary, one was secondary, and you kind of change their percentage. At least uh, to you. I don't understand what you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm saying that before you were more of a clown, doing a clowning show with some other technique or skills. Yeah, yeah. But in your mind, you knew very clearly this show you did in Edinburgh, and now you're doing it again in London. So it was clear to you that this show is a stand-up comedy show with some clowning skills involved. You see that the reverse yeah, of... Yeah, did a mime show when I ended up speaking, and now the idea was to do a stand-up show where yeah. I end up doing clown, like I go inside the I... Okay, let me say it this way. So Club Comedian has a more specific theme. I think you were 
mocking or joking on people who want to become a comedian, and you are the silly guy who probably is not self-aware, or you're joking about all the comics around you, and so you make fun of their bad habit, of their self-grandiest attitude. They overthink <laughs> how hilarious they are actually on. No, I think you're overanalyzing. This is just me trying to be funny. <laughs> But what I I'm saying... love all the comics I've seen. Just I can't do it. You know, I can't do stand-up. I'm so bad at it. So. But you were doing stand-up. Yeah, a little in bit. And out. But yeah, yeah, I'm trying. But uh, just ends up being silly, though. Yeah, because what I think <clears throat> this show I watched, Clock Comedian, is one of the funniest show I've watched this year, Ooh, without、yeah. a doubt. So funny, really, really funny. It's funny because you are just unpredictable. I don't know what you're going to do next. I mean, you may have a loose structure. You know, this is the first act. This is the second bit. But in the bit, there's a lot of improvising and riffing and interaction of audience. So when a show is so funny, I don't need to have a very tight structure to have a purpose. You know, the whole point is about being silly and、yeah. being a fool, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all that you want. But here, that's what is written by this guy. Vigo has come up with a bunch of ideas, stuck them all together, and called it a show, <laughs> just like they did in the old day. And I thought, but what is the problem with that? You made me laugh without me wanting to check my watch throughout the whole hour, and that's rare for an、right. hour-long comedy show. Right. My friend、uh, John Luke Roberts, I was like, "Oh, sorry, John Luke, there has no structure." And he was like, "You had people in hysterics for an hour. That's what you want in a comedy show." So thank you for that. But、uh, I am constantly trying to get this beautiful show out that I know I have inside me. Yeah. And the next one, I'm gonna embrace it fully. Is I'm gonna call it、uh, Clown. The next show. Oh. Yeah. So I'm gonna stop trying to be an. Anything else than what I am, you know? And、um, I, th- I just thought about、uh, one thing. Can I ask you? Yeah. Do you think we are related, by the way? Because your name is Quan Wen and mine is Wigo Wen. We could be related. No, we are not. <laughs> N- Norway didn't even colonize Taiwan, and, and、uh, I don't think I don't think an, any of my grand and I don't think my grandma, any of my great grandma, has been such. You might say that about your grandma, <laughs> but、uh, <laughs> she was a slut. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> your、uh, grandma Hung Kuai. Stand that. Hung Kuai. Hung Kuai. Kuai.、Oh. Cute. Your grandma. Yes. Yes. Is cute. No. She slept she... with my grandfather. No. Yes. She no. No. She's no, a she big、wouldn't. whore. No. She would complain your grandfather being too hairy. I mean, he didn't. I noticed, by the way, that you beep out the swear words in this、uh, podcast. Yes. <laughs> But that's not because. <laughs> that's not because I. Care about the clean label? I just think the act of beeping out is hilarious. I agree. It's I such、agree. a usual part of daily. Yes, and <laughs> to go to go ahead. I would just cut the whole bit out. You're not gonna have any of that.、Oh, I'll keep one in. I need to defeat your purpose. This is such a difficult. I just say that this <laughs> podcast has been absolutely. Okay, why did you want to train to be a clown?、Mm, yeah, I was、uh, trying to do stand up in Norway, and then it was so bad, so so bad. So, and I had this guy, kind of, he, he held the course in stand up course in Norway, and he told me like, "Ah,、oh, you have good,、um, how do you say, glint in your eye, like、uh, spark, spark in your、yeah. eye, yeah. But your jokes are shit." 
Oh. So then I decided to kind of do more of that and uh, less of that. And then me and my friend, we one night we were drunk after a show. It was like 4 a.m. in the morning and we've heard about the fringe, you know, that you have the brochures over here. We decided to go and we went. My mind was blown of how much different types of comedy it was here. I was like, whoa. And then a Norwegian comic, uh, he told me, oh, you should go see this guy, Dr. Brown. And I was like, okay. And he said, oh, he's a clown. And then my friend was like, I am not seeing a clown. A bit like you, hate clowns. I don't hate clowns. <laughs> I admire them. Okay, okay. I think clowns are the most courageous, the bravest performer. Because you have to be Without out. material? Or? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> you have to actively embrace rejection and shame and turn into part of your act. Right, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it doesn't work like that with comedy actor or stand-up comedian, a lot of them would just try to, sometimes when they are so insecure, they will even lash out and take it out on the audience mm. when their joke don't work. But the truth is, you're the performer. It doesn't work. It's up to you. But only clowns had to actively acknowledge they've been shit on stage yep. and then turn them again into the butt of the joke. So I yep. think clowns are the bravest performers in the sort of comedy realm. And when you share that failure, then you get this like deep human laugh instead mm. of a clever head laugh. That's what I saw in Edinburgh as well. When I saw the clown show, I was like laughing down here and I didn't understand why. You mm -hmm. know? And then after that, I just had, yeah, it was stuck in my head. So the roadmap was you wanted to do something that make you shy and be funny on stage. Stand-up didn't quite work. You were introduced to the world of Fringe. And the one specific show, Dr. Brown, that you went to see really inspired you. Yeah, it didn't just inspire me. I was just laughing hard. Like, I haven't laughed before in, since I was a kid. It's just like, you know. And uh, Maybe just because you've been living Norway for your whole life. <laughs> That's, That's it. That's a bitch. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Finally, you understood Norway's boring. Ah, this uh, podcast has been really successful for me, <laughs> selling that Norway is really boring. No, this is funny because generally anyone, even Scandinavian performer, tried to portray and perpetrate a stereotype that Scandinavian people don't have a sense of humor. But what you hear, you know, Icelandic comic Ari Eldian. Yeah, yeah. In his show, there is a level of difference that even within Scandinavia or the Nordic country, they are even more boring one than the other ones. <laughs> yeah. There is some comedian who are the purest and they really think the only standard comedy is to be worshipped. And whether you play music, you do physical comedy or use props, then you are less of an app. I completely disagree with those sort of people. Well, if you want stand-up to just be stand-up, I think that's reasonable. It's cool to just you but, and the I mean, microphone. Pure... But like, it comes from this old, like clowning is just, uh, it can make uh, an eight-year-old guy in Germany laugh and a five-year-old in exactly. Taiwan. You know? And how pure do you want to be? If you are so pure, should you have any intonation? If you're so pure, you shouldn't even move your eyebrow. You should supposed to speak. You shouldn't even raise your eyebrows. Right. You're not supposed to act out. I think the eyebrow is the ultimate. Because uh, me and Zach in our show, we had one bit uh, in the double act when we're standing completely still. And I just look at Zach and that gets a laugh. Just my eyeballs looking to the right. The biggest laugh in the show, God, that was something big that we were so proud that we got a laugh just with the eyes. Yeah, know? yeah. Because I only learned to use other parts of my body quite lately. So I have this joke about people are sick of pandemic joke but mm. I started by saying ironically I don't mean to say that a pandemic that kills millions of people is a good thing I have a long pause so initially I thought if I say this ironically with a long pause that should be enough yeah people will get me and in one of the show maybe triggered by the crowd sort of premature clapping I just raised my eyebrows yeah and they get a second laugh yeah and I thought, oh 
oh, I forget I could also use my facial expression. Yeah, so ever yeah. since I've been using that, and that always get a bigger laugh than just the ironic tone. Cool, yeah. So what I'm saying is, Santa come pure, surely they just be tied up there like a mummy without their face move at all and talk for one hour, right? If you're that strict about no acting out, then you're not supposed to have any facial expression either. You know, just so bollocks. Yeah. Like the best comics, they act out, they're big, their eyes. I have a theory that, you know, clown is uh, a clown because they break the fourth wall as opposed to theater, no? Mm -hmm. And what the stand-up comedians do, they talk directly to the audience. So in a way, stand-up is the modern clown, I think, no? Because they do break the fourth wall, speak directly to the I, audience. I think stand-up has that casual element to it. Yeah, it's the You don't feel guy, like you need yeah. to dress or up, girl. you need to behave in a certain way, like in a theater. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I can just pop in, I can have this relationship with the performer, just like a man I'm talking to at a pub. And that casual nature really lowers people's guard. And yeah. they then feel they're having a good time. Yeah. Whereas that when you go to see a show, you feel like, oh, it's a fun night out, but I feel like there's so much preparation work I need to do to get myself into a suitable state as a spectator and yeah. that's the part that puts people off I suppose we are we're drifting too far so um you went to train with uh Philippe Courier and uh, why so you basically hop on the plane fly to another country to be trained as an entertainer why so drastic it's like I'm not having this toxic Norwegian boredom energy <laughs> Contaminating me anymore, and then go elsewhere. Actually, I did a, I did a workshop with someone, uh, Mick Barnfather, and then I met uh, an old uh, lawyer who did this course, and he said, if you like this stuff, you should go see the source. <sighs> and uh, that's when I was like, what? Wait, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, there's a guy who's still alive, a French guy. He's like 78 years old, and he was part of a school called Lecoq, but Lecoq has died, and this is like the only left living guy who teaches this. So that's why I w went home and worked for a year, and then finally I went there. And yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, uh, and that's where you special. met your old show partner, Zach. Yeah, and my actual partner, Julia. Julia Masley. Oh, yes. And I she did the show Legs. Have you heard about this? She did a whole hour leg-based comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So stupid. No, but it's a high concept. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did it go from being part of a double act to... Because you've always tried to do a bit solo show on the side. Yeah, or first we were double act, and then we both developed a solo show on the side, yeah. So there's no sort of little mix kind of... <laughs> <laughs> little mix? What do you mean? It pretend to be friends for so many years, and eventually when a breakout happened, ugly as... No, <laughs> no, no, we're still good friends. <laughs> How to perform as part of a double act? Because you first have to coordinate your rehearsal time, right? Or you We do never rehearsed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just on stage. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is beautiful, though. We get, we just with audience. Do you even discuss, like, a vague theme or sort of bullet point, the key, like, a loose structure? Oh, yeah, yeah. We are. It's uh, highly structured, but yeah. it looks like it's just yeah. improvised because it was in the beginning. Okay. So, but then we find what works and la, 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 like a stand-up, no? You... you see, the way you're talking now, mm -hmm. if I can just cut the initial accent, you claim to be authentic but your accent is so much lighter than your initial bit the first 10 minutes you're talking and that's what i'm saying you because i'm more comfortable now maybe is it okay maybe i've been thinking about one thing though your name is kwan wen and i'm vigo wen we might be related you know that? is this a clowning technique you keep referring to the running <laughs> gag which is not funny i mean julian's like uh, when can you. i get out of this recording <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> actually do you know what uh, ven means my last name ven you know what it means no friend in oh. norwegian it's the actual word friend really so if when you go to oslo and you say i'm kwan wen it sounds like you're saying hey i'm kwan friend 
What am I supposed to say to this? Thank you for being a friend. (laughs) Thank you for being one way. That is my cue. Say, could you just kill this joke, please? Okay. (laughs) Can can you say, du er? Du er? Du er min? Du er min? Du er min ven. What does that mean? Du er min ven. Du er min ven. You are my friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I pronounce the mean quite well. I really feel my Chinese accent sticking out when I pronounce the, the third word. Du er min ven. Quan ven, du er min ven. Quan ven, you are my friend. I almost say danke. I remember that's not your language. Danke. <laughs> that's the language of the country that invaded Norway. What does it feel to be... Oh, you were not the only one. Denmark was invaded by Germany too, right? But they successfully invaded uh, Norway though. They took it all. <laughs> Except the king. He went to London. But you still give the UK a Christmas tree every year. Yeah, we do. Wow, you've done your research. It's yeah. because Thor mentioned that. <laughs> this is the actual... I'm leaving. I All right, stop moving. Up. Come back. We only have less than 10 minutes. This is just... Julian, this is the only clown invited. And I promise there won't be another. <laughs> Honestly, we have about eight minutes to wrap up. So I really need you back at this stack. Please. Okay, you better not mention four. I hope this never gets cut, by the way. <laughs> no, I just get a trailer every time I mention Zora into one promotional <laughs> clip. I don't even know, because I got so many things I was like... Wait, can I ask you a question? Yes. You did the clown workshop? Never. Ah, okay. I, I thought did, you said I, you did some comedy. No, I did the Soho Theater Comedy Lab. Mm. I think it's pretty much stand-up based, but the tutor who led us was improv based. So we had a lot of training from both sides. But I remember there was this one guy called Connor, and he was a, a clown. Mm. I remember every time we do something, everyone just like two or three minutes, his stuff would always really crap me up, but his uh, approach was completely different from everyone else. Always testing the limits, how far he can go. And just you yeah, yeah. think that there's no more he can push further through this. Yeah. And he tried. Occasionally he failed, but when it was really, really funny. Yeah, that's it though. When you push past the failure, it's something really But scary the only reason funny. I knew a bit about clowning, I know where to look up is when I listened to Stuart Goldsmith's uh, Concom podcast, Comedian's Comedian. Yeah. And mentioned that he used to be a clown. Some of the guests he interviewed also went to Philip Scolius course. Or like what? Yeah, but one say that I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> not meant to be a clown. I don't think, you know, when the guy told you that when you say you're a joke, we're not funny when you started. It could really be Norway, though. Like, you just need to get out of Norway and try to work. I mean, it's great you have the conning skills, but they shouldn't they shouldn't limit you. Because... I think my uh, my verbal jokes here are pretty bad. No, no everyone... I've tried the same everyone's... joke here six times. You know what? You're, you, we might be brothers. <laughs> we just... Look, Julian... Some guy shaking Julian's okay. his head. It's about six minutes Norway, left. We are getting out of means... this soon. I promise you. Kwan in Norway, this means when you shake your head and look down, it means this guy's really clever. Really good jokes. <laughs> Okay, the idea is everyone started shit. You need stage time to evolve. And also, no one nails their stage persona that early. I made the sound guy laugh. Did you see a comment on my bad joke? It's a lot of desperation. And it's a bit of torture to him. I mean, it's not the kind of love we should go for. If anything, I want it to be more. Yeah, I don't want him to be afraid of being the tech guy for the next session. He has always enjoyed every single one apart from today. But, but you know what? Uh, we're gonna, this might be his favorite episode. <laughs> So you don't know, because now you If found... you cut out all of my uh, jokes about the we being brothers... You will... I will uh, 
make another podcast with only that joke. <laughs> with you as a guest. Be my guest. <laughs> I am your guest, and I'm here now telling you we are brothers, Quan Wen. Your grandmother, she might have had a little trip to Norway. You are too tall to be a member of my family. I'm the tallest already. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. Very interesting. Okay. So I'm saying that now you kind of found your voice, your stage persona, and you... No, I haven't found it. I'm so... I'm still searching so No, no, but what I'm saying that your jokes won't really work unless they, like, they offer, like, a a point of view specific to you, and Mm. people know who you are on stage, and no one had that when they started out. So the fact that it didn't work when you started out in Norway, it shouldn't be the deciding factor whether you can do center comedy or not. That's just my view. Yeah, not true. We literally run out of time. Oh, nice. Say hello to your family. And uh, if they look like me, then This you know is such why. a mixed bag of recording. Because I don't know how to record. we might be brothers. You heard it here first. Okay. How can we find you on social media? And also, you're doing the Club Comedian Show next year again, right? Yes. So and the show po- called The Clown. The Club Clown. Because yep. I think this will be aired closer to end of winter or springtime 2023. So you can... Put those dates in please cool yeah uh, go to my website uh, vigoven v-i-g-g-o-v-e-n-n.com and then there it is clown workshops and my shows and everything have you realized your name is very close to the ticketing website that's full of scam and fraudsters wait what say that again vigo and viagogo right viagogo oh, yeah, yeah. viagogoven Maybe you should That's be. Good, uh... You should put in a prop like costume, so you are the Via Gogo, <laughs> and jump on stage and dance. Wake me up, Via you go go. I mean, that's a genius. <laughs> We're talking here. No, this is clown. This is. I am for sure doing that. Really? Yes. Okay. You know, if anything, after I listen to it, I said, "Oh my god, maybe I should do the uh, Phyllis Gaulier course before he dies," because it sounds like any time soon is imminent. But um, now be a nice reason to live in France for how long does it take to do the course uh he does like shorter week courses i'm teaching in uh, that one uh, i'm teaching the movement in oh i want to go to the source (laughs) (laughs) no 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 but he is teaching but we're doing the movement before his class ah yeah yeah but uh the whole thing is two years oh like you're like you're part of the teaching staff basically in the shorter courses yeah okay Okay, that's it. I'm going to ask that's you it. more about recording. That's been our mm, mixed bags of a guest. <laughs> the most unpredictable wow. one. This has been the best podcast ever. Vico Van. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! My brother. <laughs>